Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. Welcome to another edition of Protecting America. Russia may be days away from an invasion of Ukraine. So is war right around the corner? And is President Biden up to the task of protecting NATO and protecting our homeland's own interests and freedom? Can Biden handle going up against a former KGB pro? Our next guest knows a lot about battling Putin and Russia. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer is a retired U.S. Army intelligence officer and now president of the London Center for Policy Research. And joining us now is Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. Tony, great to have you here. Uh, Rita, always great to join you, especially on the great topics you cover uh, regarding protecting the country. So it's always a pleasure to join you. Thank you. And you very much, of course, with your lifetime of service, have done so much to protect this country. And of course, we may be now on the brink of war between Russia and Ukraine. Um, Very strong language we've been hearing in the last few days. What are your thoughts and where do you think we're headed? So this is uh, a result of policy failure, not just U.S. policy, but just dealing with Russia since the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh, the current crisis is based, believe it or not, on a series of accords made back in 1994, uh, where essentially there was a guarantee given by the West, uh, several countries to include the United States, uh, guarantees given to Ukraine that if they relinquish their nuclear weapons back to the to the, the old Soviet Union, now the Russian uh, Republic, if they gave up their weapons, their territorial integrity would be, would be guaranteed. Uh, this is something that obviously was not a treaty, but it was an agreement. And obviously the agreement did not hold because uh, Russia has been slowly but surely reacquiring uh, territory uh, around Ukraine. The most obviously was when they took back, uh, you know, the uh, the whole area near basically the Crimea. And now they're going into the, the Donbass region right next to Crimea. And that's where we're at right now. And Putin has been very clear on trying hard. And he said this. He wants to reestablish the Soviet empire, the prestige and, and scope of that. And the the, uh, the Biden administration and before the Biden administration, the Obama administration did very little to deal with this. And you'll note, uh, Rita, that uh, he did, Putin didn't take any real aggressive action during Trump, during the Trump presidency. And the rationale is very simple. Uh, Putin understands that uh, the Obama uh, administration and now that the, uh, the Biden administration, manned by pretty much the same people, are completely weak on foreign policy and will do nothing to push back. And that's what we've seen so far. Uh, No no real pushback, no real plan, uh, deterrence coming too late, not being credible. And therefore, I think the lack of clarity by the Biden administration and before that the Obama administration has created conditions for Putin to to play his own game and and move forward with reacquiring what he believes should be part of the, uh, the, the current Russian empire. That's where they're going. So Putin sort of smells weakness and will take advantage of it. And and don't you think when you're dealing with somebody like Putin with a KGB background, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, you got to be tough. You got to let him know. That's the only sort of action that he seems to respond to. And we're not hearing that. Right. And so this was learned. And as you know, Rita, I'm mentored and friends with a number of old Reagan folks, uh, Bud McFarland and, and uh, Ed Meese, to name two. 
And they reminded me the day when we were talking about this, that everything that was successful with the Russians had to come from a position of authority. They had to basically show that there was a force behind whatever they were saying. Uh, strength was necessary to back off the Russians during the Cold War. It seems to me, Rita, we had the high school debating team in charge of national security, and they didn't bother to read any books about how we, we beat the Russians during the Cold War. And they do everything they can to show weakness, to demonstrate weakness. And, and get this, according to them, we should the, the war should have started yesterday. They are literally, uh, the Blinken, uh, Austin, uh, under Biden's uh, guidance, they're, compl- they're literally out of their league. They, they have uh, done everything they can to exacerbate the crisis, not do anything at all to try to walk it back or prevent it. And the other thing, too, is Biden has just been fumbling, bumbling. Remember the press conference that he did not too long ago? And he said, well, if there's a minor incursion, then maybe we don't do anything. Boy, did that send a green light to somebody like Putin. It did. And and that's the thing. I think what he did blatantly, because he just doesn't know what he's saying, he basically said what their internal kind of yeah, we're willing to let this happen. And he made the mistake of saying out loud what they've been trying to keep quiet. And that's exactly how they're proceeding. They're saying all this bellicose things uh, today. Again, uh, Blinken actually was putting out more outrageous uh, things about using gas and all these other things. Many of the people I talk to don't see any of this. And there's no indication right now that the Russians are going to do a full-scale invasion. Will they take military action? No doubt. I think it's coming next week. After the 20th, uh, I think there's an agreement between Putin and Xi, Xi and, and, and China to make sure that, that uh, Putin doesn't do anything during the Olympics. You know, the Chinese want their credit for that. But it's very clear that that's where Putin's going. And the Biden administration continues to, to flail about without any clear idea of what to do. And they're simply giving Putin the attention he wants and creating uh, the appearance of weakness, which they actually are. Now, you talk about China, too. That's a very important factor, because mm-hmm. the other thing I think about is when there is weakness in one area, don't you think President Xi over there is looking at it and saying, well, maybe this is a good time to also go into Taiwan um, if he senses that he can get away with it under a Biden presidency? This is emblematic of the fact that they failed in Afghanistan. So, yes, uh, all these leaders are watching this national security team fail serially. They're, they're failing every time they're challenged. And so Putin has simply been winding out his game. They, he, uh, Rita, he's been putting troops in place since last summer, and they did nothing until now. And so the same thing with Taiwan. Uh, there's been bellicose language, direct threats by the Chinese government, the, the People's Republic of China, PRC, against the Biden regime, and they've done nothing to push back. They've apologized for being overly aggressive in our language. That's what that's what uh, uh, Blinken has done. So, again, if you show weakness, you're going to embolden those who are aggressive and bullies. And in both cases, we're, uh, everything this administration has done is simply added fuel to the fire. And I do believe that once Putin's done doing what he's doing, you may see there, uh, an aggressive action or two from China as well. China does seek to gain influence and control of the Pacific Rim. I think they're going to do a lot more towards that more aggressively under the Biden uh, next year. 
Wow, that's scary. The other topic, too, that's been coming of late are the idea of hacks. We saw some of that, um, remember, with the Colonial Pipeline last year, um, you know, talks about maybe financial institutions. How concerned should Americans be that there could be some form of a Russian hack or a China hack? Very. I mean, both nations, uh, plus a handful of others, are very well versed in penetrating our critical infrastructure, everything from power grids to financial infrastructures. Heck, at one point under the Obama regime, Rita, the we knew this, by the way, the Chinese were actually doing essentially cyber reconnaissance, the Chicago mercantile inside their computers. We knew this. And yet we did nothing. So this is where the policy matters. Uh, there has been no clear response or reaction from the, the Biden administration. And frankly, the Trump administration didn't get this right either. I think there were a number of us trying to get clarification on, on how to deal uh, and, and respond to cyber attacks. But in this case, in, in the current time, there's no real uh, anticipation by any adversary that if you hack into the American system, eh, it, you know, it's OK. As a matter of fact, Biden even remember about uh, six months ago, Biden put out the critical infrastructure targets like don't attack these. These are the worst ones to attack. They're, they're the ones they're going to go after. Right. Uh, he basically gave after. a blueprint. He did. He did. This is this is emblematic of how inept Biden is and these people who advise him are. Uh, there are people out there who could deal with the cyber issues and bring credibility and real responses. There's people I talk to every day who understand how to deal with the Russians and could do something to alleviate the situation. But none of these people are in the conversation because the current uh, political party in power seeks to work everything from a political perspective, irregardless of what the ground truth is. They act politically constantly. And in and, and many instances, they, they, what they want politically, when in this case, I do think they want something to distract from our domestic problems. I think that's why you see Biden doing so many things right now. And I think that's what you're going to see is they're taking advantage of this crisis, even though they've created it and it's going to get worse. They're trying to take advantage of it by making it a distraction from the issues here at home. You bring up a powerful point because there are so many issues here at home. And sometimes it's interesting. Some of the folks that I talk to say, gosh, he's talking so much about Ukraine's borders. What about our southern border? There's so many issues domestically. And he's he's given tougher language, albeit, you know, all over the place, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, about Ukraine's borders and protecting NATO than he has about what's happening in our southern border. Well, exactly. And that's ironic when you've seen such strong language from the Biden administration regarding Ukraine's borders. It's like, oh, yes, we're all concerned about that. But complete neglect to the point of where uh, I believe they're even selling material to Texas right now that was part of an original contract. And they're forcing states to act on their own. And despite the fact that appropriated dollars have been spent, Rita, uh, on building the border wall, they're not building it. And they're forcing the states to, to act in their own preservation. It's a very dangerous time. And again, it, it, it is uh, this is a political narrative that they're trying to push, that the idea that there's no border crisis, yet we all know there is because they're acting politically, not in the interest of the American people or defending the nation. Which is still very, very scary and frightening for all of us, too, because it certainly sounds like their priorities are out of whack and that puts us all in danger. Well, U.S. Army retired Lieutenant Colonel, a great intel officer, Tony Schaefer, also the president of the London Center for Policy Research and one of the great strategy experts out there. Thank you so much for joining us and all that you do to keep this country safe, Tony. 
Thank you, Rhea. Always a pleasure to join you. Thank you. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.